Hello again, this is Jasmine Henley-Brown and you're listening to the 30-something series. I promised a full episode, uh, this is not it. (laughs) This is just another short episode. There's something that's been on my heart and I really wanted to share it. I really want to speak with creators, um, creatives right now. Um, Over the last year, a bunch of these like creative competitions have been popping up uh, from from these major companies, you know, like, um, a podcasting bootcamp for women of color or a podcasting incubator for podcasters of color, writing competitions for people of color. And all of these companies are, are doing these competitions under the guise of trying to support uh, underrepresented groups. And I don't doubt that their efforts are sincere on the surface. But when you start reading the fine print of a lot of these competitions, they don't really benefit you um, in the long run. And I'll tell you just a really quick story. So uh, for those of you that know, I wrote a short film last year, Black Girl Training, um, produced by Santana Coleman. I'm sorry, directed by Santana Coleman, produced by Emily. Um, and they brought me on to be the writer. And the script turned out amazing. It's a comedy movie. Um, I'll spell you, spare you all the details. You can check out any of my social media for more details. Um, or you can go to the website blackgirltrainingfilm.com. Uh, but uh, so the script was, the movie was, was real, well received. And I, when I first moved to New York, uh, I brought it to a huge network here and they were interested in picking it up as a series. Right. So that sounds amazing. My first film that I ever wrote from start to finish in this huge network is interested in making it a series. Um, until they gave me the legal paperwork that went with you know, partnering with them. And my fabulous attorney, Asiyama, <laughs> took a look at the, the the paperwork, the contract, and she gave me a call. And I remember her saying, as your friend and as your attorney, I'm advising you not to sign this. But if you do sign this, I will not represent you once, the, you know, basically once the shit hits the fan. <laughs> Um, what they were offering essentially is, yeah, they would pick up, pick the, pick Black Girl Training up as a series, uh, but then they would uh, take, they would have all creative control over it. Um, they weren't obligated to credit myself, Emily, or Santana. And the most money, like if, if things were to go awry and I needed to take legal action against them, um, in court, the most they would be obligated to settle for is $1,000. So basically, the most I would be able to get, and this is if I took them to court, was $1,000. Now, they could have taken the series and produced it, um, and things went well, and they, they could have you know, given me a percentage of the profits from that, but they were not obligated to. And I felt like that was, it was so heartbreaking to know that this is how independent creators are being treated. Um, We work so hard on creating these things and writing and producing and trying to perfect whatever it is that we do. And then we are presenting it to these large networks because we think we need, you know, that name attached to 
our stuff in order to get it in front of a bigger audience. And we, we all want that, right? We create for the consumption of others. We want everybody to see our stuff. But corporations are taking advantage of that and they know that they have the leverage at this point. So they can pretty much offer us crumbs in exchange for a little bit of exposure, And so that instance happened. And then I just continued to see all of these random competitions from huge companies um, looking to uh, help. And I'm doing air quotes, um, you know, people of creators of color. And obviously it's no secret, right? (laughs) People of color, black people specifically, have the juice like we are culture we determine what's cool and what's not like we start the trends so companies recognize that there is a lot of creativity within the the black community and so these competitions come and what they say is hey uh submit your best idea to this competition we'll pick five people we'll send those five people through a boot camp uh, at the end of that boot camp, we'll choose one winner. You know, that winner will pay them uh, $10,000 and give them, you know, a distribution deal uh, on our network or whatever. And so on the surface, that sounds good. You know, you're a creator, especially if you're a broke creator, you're like, oh, this is a huge name company. They want to give me 10K. I'm going to enter this. But the fine print of those competitions say, Listen, you can submit your best idea. We are not obligated to choose you. And should you submit this idea and then in a few months time, you see we don't choose you and then you see us producing something similar, you can't take any legal action against us because we might have already been producing something that was similar to that and that's why we didn't choose you. Which we all know, you know, most of the time that's a lie. And so the person that does win, they win this competition, they get $10,000. Let's say it's a podcast. Now their podcast goes on this network, right? And the most that this company is obligated to pay this person is $10,000. Now, if you've been reading your podcast news, you know that podcasting is set to become a billion-dollar industry by 2020. It's 2019. This is going to be a billion-dollar industry by next year. You've already seen the acquisitions of, uh, you know, major companies buying uh, mid-sized, uh, you know, podcasting companies. So there's money in this. These are these are companies that are worth hundreds of millions of dollars, and you're gonna let them pay you ten thousand dollars and nothing else. So they give you your ten thousand dollars. Now your now your podcast goes on their network. They're getting all the advertising money, right? They're 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 pretty much getting everything. If you do any speaking engagements or anything in the fine print, it says they're obligated to a certain amount of that because that brand of that podcast now belongs to them. So basically, you've become like an employee of of theirs and this podcast belongs to them even though you created it you put all the legwork in they gave you your 10k but now they're reaping all of the benefits from it and I don't think that's fair I don't think that we should be entering these competitions especially not for pennies you know everybody has a number I definitely have a number but I'm going to tell you right now it's not a, a multi-million dollar company offering me $10,000, right? That's, they wipe their ass with $10,000. And I think that creatives, we need to get smart. And I was talking to Jadon, I was talking to Alex about this. And 
it's predatory when you think about it. And I have a conspiracy about some of these competitions. So here it goes, right? So <laughs> they open up this this podcast competition. They're like, okay, send us your best ideas. All these people submit. They take a look at all of the submissions. They choose the people in the middle. So let's say there's three tiers. Tier one, that's the bottom. Those are like shit ideas. Tier two, those are you know, these ideas are okay. We can do something with those. And then there's tier three. These are like people with the amazing ideas. So all these people submit, they take the people from the middle tier. And those are the people that they select to go through like their boot camps and stuff, right? So these are people with okay ideas. Um, we'll take you through this boot camp. One of you guys will win with your okay podcast. We'll give you a little $10,000. We'll let this podcast be on our network. We'll wash our hands with you. So then they take the, the third tier ideas, which are the really, really good ones. And they produce those on their own. Like they produce those without having to pay the people that created those ideas. And you can't do anything about it because by entering this conversation, you've you've said, OK, if they start to if they produce something that was very similar to mine, maybe they already had that in the works when we know that they don't. And that's <laughs> criminal to me. It's fucked up. And I feel like that's what's happening. And so for that reason, I entered one of those competitions and it was the very first one that people were telling me about. Once I read the fine print, once I, you know, did a little more research, did a little more digging, I haven't entered any since then and I won't do it. I would much rather go like the Issa Rae route. Okay, build it and they will come. You can do it independently. Yeah, you'll be broke for a while. Like, yes, your audience might not be what you want it to be in the first year, maybe not the first couple of years. But if you stay consistent and you believe in your product, there's going to be a time you're going to grow your own audience and then networks are going to come to you. And then they're going to have to pay you your number. And then they're going to have to allow you to keep creative control over your own ideas, just like they did with Issa Rae. HBO called her if I'm not mistaken, right? That's a major network. And it was because she was consistent and she put out a good product and she grew her own audience, okay? A lot of times, and I'm guilty of this myself, Just I've just recently shed this idea that I need a major corporation or a major network behind me. It's like, no, when you are thinking of, you see shit on TV and you're like, if this could get on TV, I know whatever I wrote or whatever I produced uh, can also be on TV and be much better. You have the leverage. You just might not have the resources at the time, at this time, but you have to do that shit independently unless they're trying to pay you what your creativity is worth. And like I said, everybody has a number. So today, if you're listening to this and you're creative, figure out what your number is and don't settle for anything less. And if some, some competition wants you to enter and that number is below the number, don't enter that shit. They need us more than we need them. You think because they have the money and they have the name that that's going to change your life. Look at all. I mean, think about competitions past. Top model, making the band, right? Like these people were in these competitions and yes, they were hot for a while. But like, do you, did they have, where, where was, where's the longevity? I can't even speak right now, but where's the longevity? Where are the people from making the band? Where are the top models aside from Eva? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, where are the American idols aside from Fantasia? Well, that's a bad example. American Idol, they they be popping. I saw um, a billboard with Clay Aiken and Ruben Stutter here in New York. But you you get what I'm saying. A lot of these competitions, people win them, and then we just never hear from them again. And that's because the corporations or, or the networks and the companies that um, put on put these competitions on, they now own. The rights to a lot of what these people do A lot of their art Sometimes they even own the rights to like their identity Brand is yourself And you sign on with the corporation Now they own you You are So just be smart about The competitions that you're entering Be smart about Who you're sharing your ideas with Get a fucking lawyer (laughs) Like that That is so important Please get legal representation Like that will save you Imagine if I did not have My attorney And that network That I was shopping You know talking to About turning Black Girl Training into a series Imagine if I didn't have an attorney To read over this contract And tell me that it was some bullshit And I signed it not only would I have fucked myself, I would have fucked the, you know, Santana and Emily because I wouldn't have known what I was signing. I wouldn't have known what we were getting ourselves into. We would have, you know, I was just, I would have just been excited about having a big name behind me. So that's all I wanted to talk to you guys about today. I promise a full episode is coming soon. I just really needed to get that off my chest. Uh, go ahead and follow 30 something series on all social medias at 30 something series, except for Twitter. The name is too long. So it's at 30 some series. And then if you have any experience with this, shoot me an email. Info at jhenleybrown.com. Again, it's info at jhenleybrown.com. I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.